Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Marvel toys, as well as Star Wars, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Happy Halloween and welcome to Marvelicious Toys, issue 151. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And this is Justin. So Marjorie, are you wearing the spider dress costume for Halloween? That's not a costume. That's a t-shirt with a spider on it that they threw the Marvel logo on and are calling it a costume. <laughs> does it cost more than a, a regular dress or does it like cheaper than a regular dress? Because that's where the line would actually be drawn. It's much cheaper. It's like 21 bucks. Yeah. Unless you're buying from like H&M or something or Forever 21, it's pretty damn cheap. How much does a dress at Target cost? They have like $200 dresses at Target online. You can buy your wedding dress at Target. On yeah, but like a t-shirt dress like this. Probably $21 is a fair price. Because <laughs> to me, that makes me wonder if just about every shirt I wear is a Halloween costume now. Because I have a black shirt with a red Miles Morales spider on it. I didn't realize that was called cosplay. It is. <laughs> it's the laziest form of cosplay there is. It's an attractive dress on a woman who can pull it off. It's a shirt dress. It's pretty damn lazy. It's an attractive dress for a woman that might let you pull it off. <laughs> that is true. Well, you know what the rule is about women's Halloween costumes, guys, right? You just take anything and then make it slutty because girls like to be slutty on Halloween. I think How I Met Your Mother summed this up perfectly with the slutty pumpkin. Yes. I mean... <laughs> I was thinking of Mean Girls where she's like, well, what are you? It's like, I'm a cat, duh. And she's just wearing nothing but lingerie and cat ears. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the rule for women's Halloween costumes. What I found also funny is right next to that dress, there's the American Dream outfit, which is the female Captain America. Some extraordinarily tight, high metallic reflective yoga pants. No, those aren't yoga pants, sweetie. Those are leggings. And they're lame enough, gold, silver, red, blue lame. They look like hooker leggings. I might get a pair of those for myself. They're unisex, right? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> then if you're not comfortable in just the leggings, there's a skirt that I thought was made for five-year-old girls, but no, it's just meant to barely cover an adult woman's buttocks. <laughs> As the good Lord intended. <laughs> And then if you want to go the extra distance, all pieces sold separately, there's a mask so you can hide your shame. No, but it's like a little um, masquerade mask. Yeah. Like you hold on a stick. No, it's got a rubber band, oh, but it, it is okay. like a just covers your eyes and then has an A that covers the scowl on your face. And it looks like they thought that maybe they were going to make some wings coming off the side, but then they just kind of said, screw it. Like <laughs> uh, they could be wings if you want. If not, just tape them to the side of your head. 
Now, our Target had another outfit that they weren't supposed to have. Somebody bought it at Target.com and returned it to the store. I didn't even know this one existed. Yeah, they had a Black Widow jumpsuit from Age of Ultron. Ooh. It was... Because it was opened and returned, only 38 bucks compared to the MSRP of 50 And it comes with the jumpsuit, molded belt, gauntlets, and knee pads. Hmm. No pants? No no tight pants? You, it's a bodysuit. It, it's so. a jumpsuit. So, And would you say it was $12 off? Yes. See, I don't know if $12 is enough for me to not know for sure if I'd be the first person being commando and something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spend the extra $12 and be sure. (laughs) (laughs) They also had some really cute costume accessories to go with it. They had a little Captain America like hair comb that had a shield that was glittery on it, some glittery makeup, and then some nail wraps with designs on them. And they also had one for Spider-Man too. And you ended up getting those. I did buy those just because I thought they'd be fun. Are they like press on or are they transfers? How do they work? You ever heard of Jamberries? Mm. It's like an adhesive. You put it on. You can kind of use a hairdryer to kind of shrink wrap it to your nail, and then it comes off very easily. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're really cool and easy to use. Nice. Also, apart from the tragic yet I'd love to see women wear them costumes at Target, (laughs) it's both demeaning and sexy. (laughs) It's everything we've always wanted for liberation. They did put out more Halloween decorations, and I was suckered into buying a couple. They had various... Things like, you know, those little candy dispensers that you push down on the head of a plastic thing and it rolls out some piece of crap candy. Yeah. Yeah, they had those for Spider-Man and Iron Man. And they had ceramic pumpkins. Or I don't know if they're actually ceramic. Yeah, there are some sort of ceramic stuff. And it was a candy jar, but there was a Iron Man one. An orange pumpkin with the yellow Iron Man face and then on the back, yellow Iron Man words. And the colors really matched. I got the Iron Man one. It was kind of cool. Throw the candy out, put better things in it. Yeah. I mean, if it's ceramic, hopefully it doesn't get broken or anything, but it's better. It's better than those push in heads and arms that we talked about briefly last time. Oh, they have those again, too. And that's just too much work. I like this because it is a higher quality item. It was cheap. And I did get home and realize that I'd picked a pumpkin with two scratches on it. But Marjorie was able to exchange it. I did. Very nice. As for actual toys, Target has been great with coupons lately. In a week ago, last Sunday's paper, there was a $25 off a $100 toy purchase or $10 off a $50 toy purchase coupon. So like 25% off. Yeah. And actually, that's for all toys. That's one of those things that you might want to keep an eye out on during the holiday season coming up because I was able to get that coupon just by sending a text to Target And then they send you a a digital coupon that you can keep if you have an iPhone in your passbook. But don't forget also the Cartwheel app, where if you scan items at Target, you often can save anywhere from 5 to 25% on them too. I've gotten toys, and you you have to scan every item. Once you get like that item's family, you don't have to scan anymore. It puts a little coupon in your passbook, so then you just get a whole bunch of savings at the register. Nice. Yeah, quite often they have toys 5 to 10% off when there's not a coupon. Well, I haven't been brave enough to go over to the Halloween section that often when I'm in Target. I'm always looking to see if they put anything else out in the toy aisle. And the only thing I have seen recently is that that Marvel Legends Avengers 3-pack that we talked about, how you got it 
on the clearance price by having a price match. But that's finally getting put out on shelves here that I've seen. It's usually on the front or the back end of an end cap with all these other special target exclusive like that's that's some wrestling toys and i think a transformers pack so if you're still looking for that keep an eye out on that i saw it was 45 bucks 45 still isn't bad for three figures either though i mean that's normally a 60 or 65 dollar value well i went over to target i didn't think they'd have much marvel that i didn't have or have on order yet but i've been holding off on some of the force awakens vehicles for just such a sale so i went over there and i got Finn speeder and I got the TIE fighter because those things are 40 30 dollars it's like all right I'm gonna wait for a sale because those will go on sale but I still wanted to put 30 more dollars in my cart to get 25 dollars off pretty much anything I was buying at that point was free to 100 bucks and I'm looking around looking for a chameleon legend or something different I don't have and my eye drifts over to the big hero six section what was first alarming is there's still a Big Hero 6 section. That movie's a year old. <laughs> it must be pretty popular because they, they keep restocking those. I think it's like a Dark Horse thing where it didn't do really well in the theater. It did well enough, but it didn't have like the buzz like Frozen or something like that. Yeah, they wanted it to be a Frozen for boys and it wasn't. And so it was viewed initially as a disappointment. But it looks like this thing has some legs to it. I mean, it just keeps coming out. I was more shocked. To see new figures for Big Hero 6. I was like, wow, I have never seen Baymax in jet black armor. <laughs> that is, I mean, that is pretty cool. And it's not unprecedented. I mean, they've done, this is like the fourth version of Baymax now. When the first came out, they had the, the regular red armor. Mm-hmm. And then Baymax just as the blow up doll. With hairy baby. Yeah. And then they had his pre- armor like that kind of aqua grayish blue which i thought would never hit shelves because the line was dying and i won't even say what i paid for it oh geez i just saw like seven of them today at toys r us yeah me too (laughs) and now they're coming out with the stealth series of them which is i think hey that's something to always draw my eye to a toy line yeah i didn't realize the word stealth was on it until i left i'm just like well fred but he's black and baymax but he's black and hero, but he's got more black in his outfit. And it turns out that, yeah, there's a whole series of these stealth figures. They're also, according to Diz Kingdom, coming out with Stealth Wasabi No Ginger, Stealth Honey Lemon, and Stealth Go Go Tamago. But I can't find any except Honey Lemon online. I cannot find Wasabi or Go Go Tamago anywhere. It looks like when people on eBay are selling the wave, they're selling the four. Hmm. You're a little more familiar with this line than I am. Do these look like new figures at all? Or is these just are they just repaints? These are straight up repaints, including the same bubble, because if you have a hero figure, you already have Baymax in his little toaster box. Right. Which that (laughs) should have been stealth, too, right? Yes, that should have been a stealth toaster. (laughs) I need to watch this movie again. I'm telling you, it was a cute, cute movie and I need to watch it again. It's a bummer. Like the the impetus of the movie is kind of sad. Yeah, I will say that I did cry a few times, especially during that short to the beginning with oh, the dog God, yeah. feast. <laughs> but I cried and cried and cried over that silly Boston Terrier who I just want to love. Oh. What did you not cry? I got a little, I got a little verklempt. Okay. I will admit that. I was gonna say, come on, Justin. I know you love animals. <laughs> but yeah, those are out there for you know. 
I realize Big Hero 6 isn't necessarily our audience, but I've seen interest in the Facebook page. I mean, it's as Marvel as Fox's recent Fantastic Four film. Probably a bad comparison there. Uh, maybe Fox's upcoming Age of Apocalypse film. <laughs> yeah, and I guess really the only other thing that I've seen that can be considered new and maybe even of note is the Hulkbuster Titan figure. Titan heroes. There's a line that I think has even less interest among collectors than the big hero six. Oh, oh man. <laughs> now we talked about the one with the noise that interacts with the other ones and that's. Oh yeah. I have it right here. I accidentally bumped the box that it's in <laughs> and Hulk and Iron Man are facing each other. So the infrared starts and they start like chattering at each other. <laughs> now that's considered Titan line as well, right? Titan hero tech. Okay. So this one that I'm seeing is around $45, maybe $39 if you see it at Walmart. Doesn't look nearly as good as that one. And I'm not saying that one looks that great. This is just like, it looks like hollow, cheap plastic. And yeah, you can fit another Iron Man Titan figure in there, but I mean, who cares? It's just, I mean, it's it's really bad looking and how much they're asking for it is is a little gaudy. I'm considering getting it on clearance. I was thinking about getting it because you can put an Iron Man in it and... To date, it's the only Hulkbuster you can put an Iron Man in. <laughs> and it's 18 inches tall. It's all kind of cool. But when I saw the price of 45, I'm like, no, that's going to be cheap. That's going to be real cheap. And my thinking was, I mean, don't forget, I have Marjorie in the Iron Man suit from that superhero me. So she could be Hulkbuster Marjorie. Oh, uh, yeah, that could be kind of cool. Funny story about the Titan hero tech, though. I think I shared this with you offline, Justin. You know, I kind of like the talking figure. It's a big Hulkbuster and all that. But I was informed by someone that on eBay, there was an even better version of it from overseas. And I'm like, oh, did Hasbro do a variant? Is there something that's coming out of that factory in China that hasn't hit stores yet? Right. Yeah, we had a little mystery on our hands there for a little bit. And it looked just like the Hasbro one. So I went ahead and I plunged in and ordered and it cost about the same as the Hulkbuster at retail. <laughs> I was a little shocked when I got it. It was not a Hasbro toy. <laughs> I think I ended up buying a 13 or 14 inch statue of the Hulkbuster in a neutral pose. <laughs> it has no articulation and no electronics. Oh. However, it has an awesome paint job. Yeah, I remember the paint job being a little more accurate and more detailed. It's a, that great red that they like to do for Iron Man. Yeah, a real cherry metallic red and the golds are really gold, not a brownish yellow. I mean, it it looks cool. I kind of wish it was like that Kotobukiyo in a more action-oriented pose because it is posed. I think they might have taken one of these Titan techs and used it as like a mold like they made a mold out of the pieces yeah you know you can buy a bucket of mold stuff like at the craft store and you dip something in it and then you've got the mold and you can pour things in it and make it that's what it seems like they did i mean the size is almost identical the pose is identical but whoever painted it did a good job so i don't regret my purchase <laughs> i mean it makes sense just because you know in the past bootlegs have been you know let's say they take a marvel legends figure and they're going to cut the articulation down. Maybe it's just swivel arms and swivel legs now. Well, if you take a Titan figure and bootleg it, just cut the articulation all together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, how much are you going to mess around with articulation on something like that? As long as it looks cool, I'd say, hey, you didn't get ripped off. 
Sure, and I guess Titan figures, I'm looking at the very few I have displayed, and yeah, they all look best in the neutral statue Oscar pose, because, I mean, they only move at the elbows. What are you going to do? Have them with their thumbs out like they're playing Jeopardy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of big boxes. Sales to Astonish! I may have placed an order just today, the day we're recording, for, if it were all coming in one box, a ginormous box. (laughs) (laughs) I really like what General Giant's doing with those Secret Wars figures, the jumbo ones, but I kind of lost track. The only one I have is Deadpool. (laughs) Well, I got shocked because the very first one they announced when they announced this line, Hobgoblin, is starting to ship. And I'm like... I didn't order that because I thought I could get a bargain on these. You know, usually you can find a discount here or there. Not any place had a discount and AFX had only one left in stock, which prompted me to get off my glider, head over to Entertainment Earth and order every jumbo figure. (laughs) Which is how many? Hobgoblin with the big slide. Okay. Captain America, Black Suit Spider-Man. Wolverine, Magneto, and Daredevil. Where are we going to put these? Right there. (laughs) Okay, you're pointing to an area that already has statues and things. (laughs) Right there. You have things on the wall there. (laughs) I don't know where... I I guess you could hang them around the top of the wall. Yeah, I could do that. Will you do that? Yes, I will do that. I think you just need to add on to the duck wing already. (laughs) We do need to add on to the duck wing, and I need a logistics manager. I also ordered from Entertainment Earth, you know, those micro bobbleheads that I'll have absolutely no problem displaying because they're tiny. Yep. (laughs) Nice how you qualify that. (laughs) (laughs) Series one and series two are both coming in October, and I was able to order a set for $14 and not have to worry about blind packaged things at Walgreens. Oh, nice. Now, are those are those loose or are they coming carded like they showed some of them? I don't know what the set is coming like. I think the set is coming in its own box. Ah, It hasn't shipped yet. They only have the photos. It's four figures per set. And they only had the photos of the four figures. They didn't show the whole package. Fair enough. Also, another order I placed, I get prompted to place orders when things are running out. Yeah, deadlines make customers order. I know this. I'm in sales. It's working. At New York Comic Con just a couple weeks ago, Dan at Kotobukiya told me at the show before it was publicly announced, Magneto is coming in a variant, his white outfit, and it's a diamond exclusive. And I posted that to Facebook, and it wasn't but the next day that official photos were out, and it looks really badass in that white outfit and everything. Actually, kind of looks cooler than the black outfit. I agree. I think it's so much cooler. Well, I went to look for a bargain on that, and two or three different online stores that I frequent were sold out. And that was in less than two weeks from the day the orders went up. So I did head over again to Entertainment Earth where they still had them available and order black and white for that outfit. I mean, anytime it's an exclusive, I guess I need to be a little bit more on the ball. The black one and the beast they just put up for order, I'll probably find those at my Barnes & Noble and then I'll at least get 10% off with my member card. But Right, and some of these, you just never know which ones might end up going on clearance or, you know cheaper than than what they're listed at but with the exclusives i think you hit while the while the offer is still up and hope to not have to do it later on i mean it pays to play the long game sometimes if you wanted the marvel now iron man artifacts plus 
MSRP of 55 It's on Amazon right now for $22. Jeez, that is the long game. It didn't ship all that long ago. Hawkeye is 39 Thor is 35 So there's a lot of savings to be had versus full MSRP. Yeah, I can almost put together a set of one of those now. Yeah, you'd save a lot of money. The only ones that are still near retail, Cap is 45 so $10 off. Black Widow, 50 so not that much. And this is just Amazon. I'm not even price shopping at this point. You might be able to get an even deeper discount someplace else. But those were exceptionally cheap recently, and I was just astounded how cheap they went. That Deadpool X-Force version, Artifacts Plus, and that didn't ship all that long ago. We gave some away at our party. Yeah. You have the red one, right? Yep. Well, if you want the gray one, it MSRP'd at 60 $27.98. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> See why I didn't want to pre-order? <laughs> exactly, man. Jeez. Yeah, that's right. I think I'm going to stick pat with the, if you want the exclusive, don't hesitate, pay full price for the exclusive, then maybe wait on the others. Yeah. So I did place that order. And speaking of orders, over at Dorkside Toys, just before we actually started recording, less people think that we never talk Marvel toys except when the mic is on. We actually, Justin, Marjorie, and I were shooting the breeze about toys for about 30 to 45 minutes before we hit record and discussing, hey, what about that wave eight of the three and three quarter inch Marvel Infinite series that comes with Colossus, Juggalossus, and Emma Frost, Chameleon, Korg, Northstar, and it's going to be shipping soon. I had placed an order of a case, which was beautifully two of each figure, so Justin and I can split that down the middle. Mm -hmm. It is shipping this month from Dorkside Toys, and it is still available for pre-order if you want that by the case, or they'll also sell it to you just by the wave. It's a slightly more per figure cost, but then you're not stuck with two of them. Right. And there's free shipping. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, if I was a carded collector, I would jump at that case breakdown. You'd never, ever see two of each figure in a case anymore. No, it's too rare, and I think it's still the perfect one, although... If they sold a full case of chameleons, I wouldn't bitch. <laughs> you need to chill on the chameleons. You are going to have an army of dudes in suits. Yes. <laughs> He's going to have IBM. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little playset and everything, you know, little briefcases for these guys. I have to tell you, Arnie, though, I did try your little suggestion because I happen to have it sitting on my desk and your head swap of the daredevil onto the chameleon body does work. So oh, you have that to look forward to. We're going to have to talk then. We're going to be reviewing Daredevil later this show. Didn't work for me at all. Not at all. Uh-oh. <laughs> In fact, I thought that's where you were going with it. I'm like, oh, you're stealing my thunder from the review. No, you're, I, you're just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might have to take photographic evidence then. <laughs> If you're still looking for a Chameleon Legends figure, they have that available individually. They are sold out of the cases of the upcoming Legends or the now shipping Legends, the Rhino Wave, the Hulkbuster Wave, but keep an eye on their site to see what's coming back in. Plus all the new Legends in both three and three quarter inch and six inch, you gotta watch their site to see when those go up for pre-order and we'd appreciate it if you use the link from our homepage. And in the meantime, while we're in a little bit of a lull with Marvel figures, they also have the new waves of Star Wars figures, the six inch black series, the three and three quarter inch, 
some higher end items like the Metacom, Darth Vader, and the Revoltech Boba Fett, all from Dorkside Toys, and we thank them for their support of our show. No, I like you know what I like to do is check out their clearance section. There's always some fun stuff over there, and I know some of our listeners check out the DC collectibles too, and I, I I've been known to buy a DC exclusive at cons from here to there, and Dorkside has some of these good ones up right now for a good price. I'm looking at this. Uh, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, and Saint Walker two-pack on clearance for $12.99. That might be going into my cart. Their clearance section is always fun to look at. You never know what you might find. Like if you need a whole bunch of hands for your Marvel Legends, get an Iron Fist. He's on clearance for $14.99. You can get eight hands in one swoop. I picked up an entire extra set of the Odin Wave on deep discount there so that I could build both All Fathers. Then I'll take the figures to the toy show where we go and sell our extras and sell them just without the Build-A-Figure piece and probably do pretty close to break even. Yeah. Given the price they were charging per figure. <laughs> I'll probably ask 10 for each of the others and make back 80 bucks. There you go. And you got both old fathers. But then we really, really have a sale to astonish. As in, I'm astonished. <laughs> We're getting our play imaginative Iron Patriots. Holy cow. And I have Marjorie to thank for this, too. Yeah, I saved your butt. You did. You really played mom on this one for me. I, I did. Don't curse me, though. <laughs> so I've become friends with the guy at Yes Anime because apparently I'm the only one who is concerned that I spent $100 like two years ago and still haven't gotten the item, nor a refund or any updates. So... He emailed me out of the blue, and he said he was getting them in. He got a call from the manufacturer, so I said, hey, great. I would like to still have it. So I haven't seen it yet, but I did call him because he was supposed to ship out like a couple weeks ago. It's not shipped yet. Turns out that the manufacturer had sent him two cases of War Machine instead of a case of War Machine and a case of Iron Patriots. So... Does that mean he has cheap War Machines? Because I could use one. Well, let me see what I can do. But so I called him and asked what was going on. I said, hey, by the way, my friend, he also ordered one. He hasn't heard anything. And he goes, oh, cool. What's your friend's name? Justin. Okay. I was going to contact all these people who have never contacted me. So I'll just move him to the yes list with you and he'll get his when it comes out. And I changed your address, Justin. So awesome. Because you have moved since then. Yes, I have. And I cannot find any record of me purchasing this. And I know I did. I've looked at all my credit cards. I've looked at... I think you paid cash. I'm guessing I paid cash and didn't get a receipt. I think that's what it comes down to. But they had record that you purchased it. I updated your address to your current shipping address, so you're good. So it brings this tale back to life. <laughs> it does. We may be getting this soon. And in fact, one of our listeners posted a picture. They are available on store shelves. I think it was at Forbidden Planet in New York. Oh, so they exist now. Yes. They are out there. People own them now. Wow. Well, I own one. I just don't have it. No, you don't own it till you have it. Possession's nine-tenths of the law. True. <laughs> and they possess both the figure and our money. Mm-hmm. Well, a long time ago, I actually did order the Iron Man Mark 42 and the War Machine at a discount from Alter Ego Comics. So I guess I'll drop them an email and see how that's going. That was on September 19th of 2014. Oh, did you not learn anything from 2013? I was told it was coming. I've heard that story before. <laughs> and speaking of online ordering... It's just in. News from the web! I remember last year at New York Comic Con, I walked away with one obsession. 
Do you remember what that was, Justin? Huh. That's like a year ago already. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Hasbro showed, and they didn't show much, was the apple of my eye. I think we saw Spandex Hulk and a Age of Ultron cap. Oh, yeah. Yoga Pants Hulk. And we went through the show floor. Kotobukiya had some cool-looking stuff, but no major announcements. But just randomly on the floor, we ran across the Das Toys booth, where they had a 12-inch Stan Lee in a suit. <laughs> and I'm like, I need a Stan Lee cameo in my Hot Toys collection. It was released. I received it just a couple weeks ago. And I will be reviewing it very soon on the show. I can tell you, though... The facial likeness, it's very 70s Stanley. You know, he's got like a little black in his hair. He's got the tinted glasses. But you can tell it's Stan, even if it's not perfect. Yeah, but no one wants to have nursing home Stanley. <laughs> very good. Very, very true point. Do they want naked Stanley like he posed for back in the 70s or 80s? Oh my God. <laughs> So you finally saw Naked Stan. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, Naked Stanley. That's something I could have gone my whole life without having seen. But as soon as I got Das Toys in my hand, guess who freaking announced they're doing a Stan Lee? <laughs> Can only be Hot Toys. Hot Toys is doing a Stan Lee, and they've released only a photo of the head, but it looks Stanlicious. Wow. Man, just a quick comparison of the two it's just no comparison the other one looks good i mean it looks like stan lee you can tell it's stan lee but there's something over at hot toys that they are feeding their sculptors that just makes them dead on most of the time on these profiles i don't know if this was told to me off the record so i won't name my source but one popular collectibles manufacturer told me and i won't say whether they were talking star wars or marvel that they don't want to do human figures anymore and they're going to stick to masked figures because every single person comes up to them and says, your facial likeness isn't as good as Hot Toys. Ouch. And Hot Toys is the bar. And obviously things are different price points and whatnot, but they don't get that when they do aliens and armor and non-human things. So they're sticking kind of away from facial likenesses because Hot Toys has set the bar that high. Well, the answer is theirs. Do they get the same price that, that Hot Toys gets for figures? There's your reasoning. Yeah. But that Stan Lee looks good, and I'm probably going to be the only mofo on the planet with two Stan Lees in my collection. Oh, I bet you're not. <laughs> have dueling stands. I can only hope that this Stan is much older. So I have like 70s naked Stan, and then modern day, I'm not going to look at you while I'm assembly line assigning your item Stan. But these are going to stay closed, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, you just you just need to hope that the outfits are different enough. He always wears the same thing, that brown jacket. Well, maybe you can play dress up. Take some of your Tony clothes and put them on Stan Lee. And... I just have a feeling we're going to come home and find Stan Lee and Black Widow in various stages of undress. <laughs> well, this definitely breaks my no loafers rule, so I won't be getting a hot toy Stan Lee. You got to admit, there's a... Bit of a pull for a Stanley cameo in your Hot Toys collection, though, isn't there? Like, you don't tell anybody, you just have your Hot Toys out, and there's Stanley in the background. That's too, too many Stanleys for, for a collection, but I applaud you. And finally, we talked about Gentle Giant a little bit previously, but if you are in the L.A. area, 
Gentle Giant is having an event in November that is totally free. It's called Gentle Giant Day, and it's in Burbank, California on November 14th. It goes from 11 to 5, and it's going to be a showcase like they do at Comic-Con, only with updated product, the last quarter of 2015. They're going to have all like the samples and prototypes that they bring to Comic-Con are going to be out there, as well as a lot of door prizes, mystery black bags, trivia contests, coupon codes for Gentle Giant's website, just tons of stuff. Nice. It sounds like it's going to be really fun. Barrett, our video editor, is going to be going. And since we can't be there in person, Gentle Giant is helping us celebrate from our recording studio by having us give away two Gentle Giant mini busts. Nice. We've got the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Spider-Ham, <laughs> which is really awesome. I yes, would... it is. Goes very nicely with the squirrel pool <laughs> and Throg. And then we also have an incredible Hulk mini bust, although that thing's so big, I hesitate to call it mini. <laughs> We're going to be giving one away through Twitter and the other away through Facebook. So you have to follow Twitter and like us on Facebook to be entered. And then we will tell you on Twitter what to retweet and post and on Facebook what to like and share. And that contest ends on their Gentle Giant Day, November 14th. So good luck. And finally, we're going to continue reviewing Legends because there's so many of them. <laughs> we have a Legends backlog here. We really do. We have more legends than we can even keep up with the reviews on at this point. So, well, this is a not a bad problem, though. No, it's an embarrassment of riches when it comes to these figures. Yeah, considering where we were, you know, three, four years ago with Marvel Legends, it was kind of like, yeah, I mean, they're here and there, but it just seems like everything is legends right now. I know that doesn't bode well for the three and three quarter inch collector, but we talked about that a little bit last time and. You know, we'll be getting new ones into those, too, and we'll review those as they come in. But for now, we are so far backed up. We haven't even had a chance to talk about the San Diego Comic-Con Book of Ashanti. Now, Hasbro has usually done great jobs with their Comic-Con packaging. And we did review the Ant-Man set. That was pretty cool packaging. You know, the head, the antennae, the window box. Yeah. It was nice. The neat thing about the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives is the packaging. And you also get figures they would never put out at retail, like Satana. They specifically said in their panel, Satana would not do well at Toys R Us where people are complaining about Breaking Bad figures. <laughs> <laughs> now, they didn't say about the Breaking Bad, but they did say Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in a, in a world where people complain about Princess Lee and a gold bikini figures, I can't imagine Satana would go over very well. But of all the packaging they've done, the Galactus Mouth set, the Thunderbolt set, first of all, I'm really happy that nothing released at Comic-Con this year required oversized shipping. Yes, that made me super happy as well. And second, nothing has come close to the nice packaging of the Book of Ashanti. This thing is marvelous. Oh, yeah. I mean, it feels like a book. I mean, it's lighter than a book that size would be, but just holding in your hands, it feels like a leather-bound book almost. Yeah, it's really nice touches because they even like painted the packaging on the side to look like there's pages there. And it's got that, like, some of them are a little weathered. There's definition there. There's gold foil on the front, like a like a book would have. Yeah, that they put a spine on it. You can put this on a very tall bookshelf, and people would wonder what's in that book. And it would look like a normal large book. I will say that if you open and close it too much, 
this kind of leatherish wrap on it does tear very easily. Mm. Like I've only opened the door on mine a few times. I did buy one to keep mint in package. I guess that's mint in package and I can't open the door because I have a little half inch tear on the one that I bought to open. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, a little bit of cracking going on. I was about to say that what I like about it is, is it's non-destructive packaging where you could have this, open it up, play with the figures. And if you're careful enough, put them back in the way they were, close it back up and it's still mint in box. There's no strings or rubber bands or plastic or tape that you have to destroy to get to these. It's all just loose in the box, essentially. But they're in this beautiful red velvet cushioned area of the box it looks very luxurious when you open it it feels like a jewelry box yes yes (laughs) and it is just plastic but it's flocked plastic so it does feel like velvet or felt or or a jewelry box yeah and you have to open a page it still opens just like a book and you've got a page in there may the light of the vashanti shine upon dr strange and a whole bunch of text in the eye of agamotto And you turn it over and there's more on the other page and then you get your five figures. Very cool illustrations and weathering done to the pages too. It actually feels like an old book with, you know, parchment paper that's aging over the years. I know. I love that look on it. And the five figures we get in this. I mean, just looking at them, we're going to go through them one by one, but looking at them in the box, it's an impressive looking set compared to... Even the Guardians of the Galaxy set, which we love the figures in, or that X-Men set, which we didn't like much about. <laughs> Here, I mean, the Dormammu figure, the Translucent Strange, magic. Well, you get color and variety. It's yeah. not like a team where it's like everybody's wearing the same outfit, just different versions of it. Everybody here is an individual and there's color all over the place. We've got green and black, we've got black and white and gold, red and purple. It's just eye-catching to say the least and the amount of translucence in here must have you really happy oh yeah (laughs) there's plenty of it too now which one do you want to start with you want to start with left to right like we're reading the book sure so we'll start (laughs) with dr strange now i'm looking at the dr strange that shipped in the hulkbuster legends wave and this is the exact same figure with the comic-con pack we got it early and we got it translucent but it's the exact same floaty cape with the big oval medallion on it. It's the exact same paint pattern to his chest. It's basically if you took the regular figure and just if you wanted that translucent, that's exactly what you've got. All right. I love that his mustache doesn't go translucent, though. I was just admiring that. (laughs) I love it that he's got his 70s porn stash going. (laughs) Is there somebody in the room? All I see is a floating mustache and eyebrows. (laughs) It's a very Freddie Mercury stash, too. Oh, yeah. It's the full handlebar. (laughs) Yeah, and some cool silver highlights here. The belt buckle is silver, and the the pattern on his his shirt is silver outlines. Then even his eyeballs have a nice little dot of silver there. Oh, yeah, they do. I had to turn it in just the right light to see it, but that is awesome. Yeah. Now, he's fully translucent. He's got no paint on him other than what you just mentioned stash and a little silver but it's not like they did a frost on him or anything it's a clear bluish plastic yeah and they've gotten pretty decent at hiding or matching the the articulation points in here with a color that doesn't stick out like a sore thumb like some in the past have like i can see it but it's not distracting 
Yeah, it looks like it's all of one color. So while I can see the leg post if I really look for it, it's not sticking out like a solid color plastic would. I was just going to remark about how much better these look than they used to. Yeah, they're up in the game on the translucent figures for sure. Like, for some reason, it stands out that the joints are inherently better translucent than they used to be. Interesting. His arms click when you turn the shoulders versus being smooth like a lot of them. Huh. It seems to ratchet more than... It's got specific angles you can set it at. Yeah, it'll be interesting to note that when we're reviewing the the non-translucent version. Now, he doesn't come with alternate hands. He is in constant rock concert mode. (laughs) Throwing up the devil horns. (laughs) What I find a little odd is with the fully translucent figure here, his accessory, his little magic wisps aren't translucent. They're kind of a milky, I don't know, kind of pearlescent white. Now, these are the same bursts that came with the Scarlet Witch legend way back when. But strange that they didn't do, uh, no pun intended, that they didn't just go ahead and make these translucent as well. Yeah, I agree completely, but it's a cool color to have. What's funny is the regular Legends one are translucent green, like a neon translucent green. That's weird. (laughs) Now, far be it for me, the, the translucent guy to complain here, but this is one instance where I think I almost would have gone for more of a frosted look because it would have matched up better with that ever so hard to find Marvel Universe Doctor Strange that was kind of that milky white translucent. I'm kind of glad that they didn't do what they're constantly doing with the different scales of figures and making a six inch one that's identical to the three and three quarter inch that they made and vice versa. I kind of like the variance. I can see it both ways. I just don't want to have the same figures in two scales. It's like buying the shirt in two sizes. (laughs) (laughs) He's well articulated, though. I gotta say, he's got the double hinged knees. He's got double hinged elbows. I mean, I'm getting a lot of cool poses of him. I'm wondering if he can do the lotus position. I don't think so, but oh, yeah, maybe I can I can get him in a lotus. Wow. His cape isn't stopping you from doing that? Well, no, because it's cross-legged in front of him. Well, he has to be sitting on a ledge. Or floating because, I mean, Doctor Strange can do that when in his astral form. (laughs) But he can float in a full lotus, or I don't know if it's a full lotus. I don't take yoga, but (laughs) cross-legged with his hands. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at the new standard for Marvel Legends figures here. So all the articulation is there that you would expect, which is awesome. There might be some unique sculpting there in his lower arms, like where his gloves would be. Like if he had really long gloves on, it looks like they go all the way up to his elbow. Yeah, You can see it more clearly on the colored figure that it's just kind of mottled. It's a little like craterous. It's hard to describe, but. Yeah, it's hard to see on the translucent version, obviously. But other than that, yeah, it's a lot of reused parts, but well done in reusing parts. In the end, I like this figure as a variant. It's a cool variant. If it was regular carded, I would, of course, buy it. I'm not going to write home about it. It, it's, It is what it is, a clear version of the one that I think the color version is just better overall to have his you know white temple hair and the gold and red and black outfit but i do like this figure i think it's really good and i think it's perfectly packed in that exclusive because i think as a regular figure it'd probably sit on the shelves or be exceptionally hard to find because they'd short ship Mm -hmm. yeah i i agree that it's probably well placed here in an exclusive pack rather than being a, a swap out or a variant in the regular line where 
yeah, it would either, like you said, either be extremely hard to find or a peg warmer. I don't think there would be any happy medium with it. Now, continuing to go left to right, we then have the Eye of Agamotto. <laughs> Is that a compact? Like, where I could put makeup in it? Oh, no. I wish this had a back. Because this would make a great makeup compact. Or put a, oh, If I had another one, I'd put a mirror in it and I could have a really cool little... Hey, the Doctor Strange movie's coming out in less than a year. So don't think Revlon might not make it. Cover girl, probably. <laughs> but wouldn't that be great? But I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do with this. Am I supposed to wear it? Am I supposed to... In the pictures, they kind of show Dormammu floating over it, but there's no way to really do that in real life. Well, it's got a, like a little hook on top if you'd like. I could get you some fancy ribbon and you could wear it like your Flavor Flav. Yeah, you can make it almost like a like an award or a medal that you yeah. want to put a... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not a practical accessory. It's not a stand. <laughs> Accessories are never practical, Justin. <laughs> well, Come sometimes on. in these toys they make a something like this where it's a it's got a peg hole on it. You can make it a stand, or <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this yeah, it's it's weird because it's shiny painted gold, and then you flip it around, it's like oh, it's cheap gray plastic. And it's even less cool than the Thanos Infinity Gauntlet foam glove they did with the Infinite series last year. <laughs> I will say I, I saw a few people who had already opened theirs up at Comic Con, and they were they had them pinned to their shirt like it was some sort of you know, pendant or something. <laughs> it's basically I survived the Hasbro line badge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What do you do with something like this? You hang it on the wall? It just kind of looks gaudy then. I wouldn't put it in the Galactus box of parts because it's too nicely painted and it'll get chipped. Yeah. So it just goes on a shelf and it's my really cheap prop replica Eye of Agamotto. <laughs> so then moving on back to the figures, we have Brother Voodoo. Jericho Drum. Now, this guy, he was in the Marvel Legends fan poll back in 2009, if you remember that, Justin. Oh, wow. Yeah, but there was a ton of people in that poll, right? Yeah, but he lost, and yet we are still getting him. <laughs> now, this this figure, they're doing quite a few interesting things here. Well, I don't want to say quite a few, but there's a few things that I haven't seen done on a Marvel Legends figure before. Because what you're dealing with is the basic body I think it's actually the same body that we just reviewed on the Doctor Strange, but he has a cape that's a peg hole cape, which we might I, we may have seen his cape before. It feels somewhat familiar. Yeah, it's a, the narrow waist. It's, I'd have to go and look at all my previous figures to completely place it, but it's too thin for Thor. I'll say that. Yeah, but I feel like we have seen this cape and I don't care to go back and figure out which one it is but what i'm thinking is kind of unique here is it's a two-piece cape if you pop his head off the part that looks like a hoodie hanging down and a necklace and pendant around his neck is a separate piece that just sits on top of it oh okay i see now so that doesn't come off and then it's just like an extra accessory so it could go either way yeah he could go without it and actually my head doesn't like to stay on is your head a little loosey-goosey mm, i think it's okay yeah it seems tight to me i can't pull it off yeah see mine might just be a little bit not fully formed because it doesn't want to i mean it's not going to fall off if i put it on there but it doesn't doesn't take any exertion of force to get it off might just have a little bit of a bad bad sample here the one thing i noticed on mine and you tell me if you have this on his belt accessory the green thing yeah i noticed mine for some reason even though the belt itself has no paint apps has a spot of red paint on the side Hmm. No, I'm not seeing that on mine. Fortunately, it's on the side. It's not a big deal. Plus, I have a second one. I could swap this out on my... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> nice to have a backup. 
Now what I'm digging here is beyond a really cool face sculpt, which is pretty neat. He's got, you know, shorter dreads and a nice little skull painted on his face. That belt you're talking about has some really cool skulls sculpted onto a string or a rope that he keeps around his hip. Oh yeah, that that is part of that belt. I didn't realize that, that maybe it's from the brown on that or something that got that red dot. Yeah, it's pretty darn neat. And that belt is also has two sashes, I guess, coming down that are pretty well sculpted. Like if you look at the end, they're tattered and worn and there's a, like even holes sculpted into the end of one of them. What's nice is they're not that solid plastic. They're not, I wouldn't call them malleable, but they're not like that hard plastic that you just can't move, you know? Like they have some give to them, but not enough to like mold them into a different shape. Right. No, you don't feel like you're going to break them by moving them either. Yeah. Or I feel like that kind of with his skulls, if I bend his legs too many times, those are just going to fly off. Yeah. Now looking at his accessory, his his stick is another translucent piece in this set already. And it is badass. I love the fact that they painted half of it wooden. So it And it's such a great paint app that you wouldn't know it's a translucent plastic underneath at all. And it just kind of fades to this cool neon green and it's got these skull heads on it that's really freaking well sculpted oh yeah they look like demon heads yeah this is definitely a supernatural staff so i'm kind of curious why it's neon green that seems like an odd color but i guess it's his thing oh it's his magic is that color i guess now my on the mine his wrist is a little loose i put his i put his accessory in there and he kind of just like flops down my right wrist is loose on him my well, left is tight yeah the left is kind of tight but you can't put his accessory in that ambas it's an open it's an open palm which makes for a cool pose you know he can he can really be gesturing at somebody so yeah as far as articulation goes it's the same articulation that we just talked about with dr strange and the only paint app on the the figure itself is he's sculpted or molded in all black and then there's some white it's almost like a bone white i wouldn't even call that a clean bright white yeah and then the rest of the paint apps would be on his face where there's a little bit of white and green and then he gets some gold and bone on his collar. I absolutely love the face paint app on this. I mean, it is just so eerie. I mean, if you look at it, it's a regular face, but because of the skull mustache thing on his lip and all of it, it just is so cool. And the way his dreadlocks work, I mean, this is a totally unique head, unlike any other Legends figure I have. Yeah, this, I mean, this may be my favorite figure in the set. Well, it's my favorite figure so far. How, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really dig it. I like I like all the color. I like the translucent use in his accessory. The little skulls really take it over the top for me. Yeah, and I like the little bones on his necklace. They're a totally different shade of white. They almost look pinkish compared to the white on his chest. Well, they look like bones because bones aren't white. Yeah, but he's got so much going on with the green on his face and on his amulet clasp the shade of the bones the gold on his outfit the skulls there's just you mentioned the whole set was colorful but just this figure alone has so much going on i don't know that we've seen one at retail that has this level of detail in a while yeah that's, that's a very good point so no he is such a cool unique character to get and such a detailed one right here we have a figure that pretty much is worth the cost of purchase. That plus the book packaging. And then we still have three more figures. <laughs> so then if we're continuing on a book, we're on to line two with Gila. Ooh la la. 
And she's a little unique because when I took her out of the package, I didn't realize she was a little bit some assembly required. She's got these horns coming off of her head that require you poke them in. And it seems like they're a little difficult to get situated. Yeah, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do, but once you get them in there, they're, they stay. It's just a matter of figuring out which one is left and which is right. Yeah, fortunately, I'm looking at Hasbro's online picks, so I at least know which way they're supposed to go, which way is up. That knowing is half the battle. <laughs> Yo, company that doesn't make Joe. <laughs> so interesting enough here, we get a soft goods cape which doesn't happen very often, if at all, in the Marvel Legends line. The Guardian set did have soft goods on Gamora that didn't work as well as Healers do here. Right. Yeah, because they just let this one hang. It just lets it be a cape, which is which is nice. Well, it works with her cape because she's got like an extra wide neck piece that does it. So it doesn't look funny coming right out of the package because it just hangs right. This is really nice. I love the green and green too. Yeah, now Gila, of course, like most Marvel comic characters, has had a lot of outfits, but this one works really well. I think even at San Diego Comic-Con, they'd be hard-pressed to show the one that's on the Marvel wiki for her. Oh, yeah, that's that's boobtastic. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do like this outfit. It reminds me a little bit of Tron in action figure form because there's like a glitter. It's green on green, but the dark green has like a glittery iridescent quality. And then the light green, I don't know. She would have fit in the Neutron film. I think that that green is playing with your eyes. I think it's because you've got the bright with the dark and it really pops. Mm -hmm. I love monochromatic looks like that. Yeah, it's, it's a neat look. And yeah, what you're seeing is, you know, kind of like they've done in the past with, you know, some of the Iron Man figures as they cast it in a, a metallic-y plastic. You know, we've seen it with Iron Patriot had a blue metallic-y plastic. And then, you know, highlighting it with this brighter green just really makes it pop. Now, she comes with a sword that is giant compared to her figure. I mean, it is like going down to her thigh to her head. <laughs> and it is such a cheap feeling thing, even though it's not as tiny. I mean, we complain about what was that figure in the Legends line that had such a tiny sword that he could spear olives <laughs> with it? Oh, that's right. Strife. <laughs> yeah. This one, it doesn't look too small for her by any means, but when you feel it, it still feels like an olive poke. So what you're saying, oh yeah, it feels like a cocktail spear. Mm -hmm. And it looks like one too. I'm sorry. That, that green that is on that one, it's like a lime green. So it looks like a cocktail stir. I love that they went through the trouble to mold the handle. I mean, that's more detailed than you got a cocktail stir and there's no. a little paint on the grip. No, they have them that look like little swords like that. Oh. Yeah. I just remember the ones that look like three musketeer swords that I used to give all my figures when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm not necessarily sure that I love the color of green they picked here. It's like now we're talking too much green, you know, and it's it's a green on the opposite side of the spectrum from the other two greens that we were just ranting and raving over. This one just kind of takes it away from that. And I'm not sure if this is supposed to represent her sword from a certain comic book or if this is her sword powered up or something. But it just it's almost distracting from an otherwise cool figure. I haven't read a whole lot of comics with Hila in them, but doing some Google searches. I mean, she's part of the strange world. She's a magician. I only found a little bit of her with a sword and it wasn't green. She has a gold sword or a silver sword with a green hilt. But I've never seen her with a cocktail spear in the images I saw. I'm not saying she never had one in the comic, but I just couldn't find it. 
And if you look at things like the Bowen statue of her and everything, none of them had a sword. It's just a strange color to go with the other greens we already had. Her hero clicks figure comes with a green lightsaber that it looks like she stole from Luke. <laughs> well, awesome. Maybe they should have gone translucent here. Maybe they blew their whole their translucent budget throughout the pack and just couldn't do it here. I do love the headtails on her, though. I gotta say, she's just in this pimping outfit with these giant shoulder pads that looks like guar and the headtails. I mean, she's got a lot going on. She's one of the most badass women we've had for a long time from Marvel. Yeah, and she's, as far as women figures go, this is a bigger, taller buck, which I don't have one right here, but I'm assuming this is a She-Hulk body. Because it's taller and bigger than our standard females that we've been getting. It may be a new torso because I can see no belly button. Oh, you can see a belly button. I think it's just well painted around. It's in that very last triangle. The paint job is hiding it well. <laughs> now, this is something, Arnie, you usually pick out on figures, but... For as detailed as the paint apps are on the front, the back are a little lacking. The only paint apps that really go around the back are the ones that start on the front and would look weird if they didn't finish it. So like around her wrists and her thighs, the stripes continue all the way around, but there's no pattern like there is on the front. I guess I didn't notice because, I mean, the cape covers the whole back. Yep. So I wouldn't know what she would have back there anyway. A butt. <laughs> oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> now i'm gonna skip the next figure we're gonna save dormammu for last and we're gonna jump on to magic now this is a figure that i'm really glad they kind of squeezed in here lately because magic her mutant power is magic she's been training under dr strange but they kind of snuck her in she's an x-men character and i love that they got her in with the big ass marvel now sword she carries which in the comic, I'm like, wow, that's a ridiculously big sword. And they actually kept it to that scale on the figure. I mean, the sword is actually as wide as her waist. Yeah, I just don't think that's physically possible to carry that around. Yeah, I mean, this sword has a very, very Japanese anime influence to it. A broadsword this big, I don't think I would be able to pick up. But she's magic. <laughs> I assume it's done some sort of supernatural sword. It's also where we get our little bit of translucence in this figure. This sword is like a milky white translucent plastic. Oh, yeah, it is. I didn't realize it was translucent. I knew it was milky white, but holding it up to the light, you can see that. It's actually almost like an opal. I don't know if you can see that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like an opal. And I thought it was silver. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a like seashell rainbowy shine to it. Yep. Mm -hmm. She also has a much more normal sword that... Basic, but cool, and it fits in her hand well. Yeah, both of her hands can hold both of her weapons, which is a nice touch. Now, I'm, I'm looking at this figure, and I'm, I'm seeing quite a bit of new sculpting. I don't recognize her upper torso from anywhere. If you feel that, that little boob window she's got going on, that's actually sculpted in there, not just painted. As well as her collar, too. That collar is sculpted as well. Interesting. Well, there's not too many people in the comic universe that have boob windows. I think Power Girl's about it, right? Right, but they could they could have just painted that on as they have in the past with other characters. That's true. Yeah. Maybe they finally learned that it doesn't look well. Well, I'm trying to decide if much of this is reused at all, because this is a very small female figure, like much smaller than other ones we've got in the past. I'm guessing maybe some of this might come from a few of those other Spider-Woman figures that we've seen in the past, maybe her legs. 
that her upper body seems fairly newish. Yeah, I mean, she is a shorter character. You're right. That is a sculpted top. But yeah, I mean, obviously the spiky metallic arm is new. Yeah, that's that's unique to her. The head is obviously unique and maybe my main point of contention. It's not a bad sculpt and it actually kind of looks like her. It's just the haircut here is really bothering me. Is it because her collar goes through her hair or you can't move her head because of it? Well, that just a little bit, because we've seen that before where hair limits articulation and movement. But it's just the style, the bangs coming down like that. It's just it's a little too. What was that chick from American Beauty? It's almost Betty Page, but it's Mina Suvari. There you go. Thank you from American Beauty and American Pie or whatever. Yes. She's trying to hide a five head. So put the bangs down. (laughs) But yet it is extraordinarily comic accurate. I mean, this is exactly how they draw her. And it's the haircut with the bangs she's had since her old New Mutant days. No, I mean, I definitely agree with that. But there's still something visually off about it. Even if you look at Kodo's version of the same character, same outfit, same hairstyle, it doesn't seem to bother me as much on that Kodo figure as it does here for some reason. I'll tell you what's weird is how the hair is strictly molded, but on her left side... The hair splits around the collar and then meets back up and merges back into a solid piece of hair. (laughs) It's kind of weird. It's kind of neat at the same time, you know, instead of just both sides having strands hanging down. But it's well sculpted hair and it's well painted hair. There's a couple different tones. You know, I'm seeing a couple of different colors of yellow and maybe a little bit of an orange wash. She's got highlights. She does. Mm -mm. So Justin just doesn't like severe bangs on a girl, is I think what we're learning. I think that's what it comes down to. <laughs> I'm just really happy to get this figure. I I mean, I in certain ways wish it was a more classic one, as Hasbro hasn't really given us too many Marvel Now X-Men. I guess we got the Marvel Now Cyclops that looked like Racer X, but Emma Frost and a lot of the revamped outfits we haven't got. But maybe this is a start. Uh, Assuming if any rumor is true that Fox and Marvel might starting to be playing nice, mending their relationship. But no, this figure actually was the one that excited me most because I read X-Men a lot more than I read Doctor Strange. So this one of just the characters was a point of purchase for me and I'm happy with her. She stands well on her shoes. There's no crazy high heels. She poses well with the articulation, got the giant sword. I'm down with this one. Yeah, all in all, I dig it as a figure, definitely. And she even has a little bit of an X going on on her shoulder there, so we get a little bit of a hint towards the X-Men. It's not necessarily the X-Men logo, because there's no circle, but there's a red X there for some reason. But the final figure in this pack, and if there's one figure that then makes this set worth the price of purchase, I mean, a gorgeous box, five figures, $115, but... It's basically like a small wave of figures, including a -a Build-A-Figure, a giant-ass Dormammu. And if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I really apologize. I haven't watched the Doctor Strange animation in a long time. I read it. I haven't heard it. Or or use this character to beat me in Marvel vs. Capcom in quite a while, so... (laughs) He was very good. Him and MODOK made a power team. (laughs) Oh, I I am digging this figure. This figure has all kinds of newness to it. And one thing that I'm discovering now, just playing around with it for the first time, is if you pop his head off, that whole shoulder piece comes off. So his whole collar and chest armor comes off to reveal uh, just a basic-looking body under there. But there's a whole bunch of veins sculpted into his upper torso and chest. 
which I have never seen on a figure before. So this might even be a new body in the Marvel library. It's not looking familiar, and being as big as it is, I kind of thought that it might reuse some build-a-figure parts, but it's but it's definitely bigger than any figure that would just come regular carded. Right, yeah, I mean, he's in the same scale and size as, you know, one of the Wrecking Crew or even one of the Odins. You think I'm looking at him and I'm thinking kind of like the Ultron build-a-figure, smaller than the Hulkbuster, but maybe like Rhino and that kind of size. I, I think he's pretty pretty well in scale with with Odin, the build a figure Odin. Yeah, I mean, he's a head above Gila. Oh yeah, he's he's a big fella. And like I was saying, lots of new parts here. You know, there might be some differences or some reused parts in the arms and biceps and stuff like that, but you get down to his legs and those boots are new. I have not seen these boots before. Huh, I'm wondering who else they might be considering these boots for. I'm like looking around my room. What other big dudes have it? I don't know, but this would make an awesome Ghost Rider figure if you could swap out the head at least onto something else. Doing this with a head, like if it was a skull instead of a black face, would be an awesome floating head Ghost Rider. Absolutely. Yeah. See, I'm looking at these boots and wondering if they might be thinking of an Apocalypse Build-A-Figure for the X-Men movie next year. Oh, that's that's wishful thinking. But yeah, I mean, that's in, in the right style. Dwight did say back in 2014 that... They were looking at doing a wave for X-Men. They were going to be able to do that for Days of Future Past. And he was pushing to get two waves in so he could bring back some of those lost figures. Right. So, and if they did an X-Men set, a build an apocalypse seems almost a given. Almost a must do at that point. And these boots, they don't match exactly, but I think they do. Well, I think you could also take the same boots and if you had to add something on top of them, you have a good base for them. True. Because you've got Galactus and Apocalypse over there. Yeah. And a good base for the boots. Similar boots, their boots just have a little bit more accoutrement. Oh, accoutrement. Yeah, I love his little, like, half cape here, the way it folds down in front. That's and... very Japanese. Yeah. Like samurai. The paint on it's really crappy, but it is very samurai. Well, see, at first glance, I saw I thought the same thing, Marjorie, but I'm looking at this closer and I'm thinking this is all very purposeful. Is it weathered? I think they're trying to make him look weathered because I think the body is painted black and then gone over with this slightly metallic purple and then kind of brushed away so it's not a very shiny purple. And then I don't think that's black paint showing through the red on his torso. I think that's actually black paint applied over it. Wow. That's a way to take a negative and turn it to a positive, because I was looking at his abs and thinking it was the X-Men problem again. <laughs> that, at first glance, that's what I thought too, but looking at this closer, I think this is very deliberate, because it continues down onto the red piece that goes on his, you know, cape or whatever. Are you seeing those brush strokes of black paint going down that? Yeah, I am. I'm, that tunic? Yeah. I still wonder if they just made the tunic match the bad paint app of the abs, because... It's very uneven in the abs, whereas on the tunic, it seems very deliberate and patterned. But either way, I mean, you're right. It looks a little bit better weathered, I guess, versus a straight up cell shaded skirt. Right. And I got to say, I absolutely love his accessories. Two flaming skulls to put in his hands. That's pretty <laughs> badass. That is awesome. I wish they matched his head, though, because they're bright purple. But I guess they match his body. And his hands are translucent purple hands. Yeah. His arms are translucent all the way up to his shoulder. If you hold it up to his light, even his biceps are translucent. It's a painted translucent. Wow. Very cool. 
Now these these skulls confuse me a little bit because they're really cool, and I would have I would have bet money when I first got my hands on these that these were going to be used as the next Ghost Rider head. You know, just repainted and used as Ghost Rider's head. But I've seen the new Ghost Rider, and this is not that head. This head is far too tiny. <laughs> but look, if you look at the bottom of them, they have the little ball socket receivers on them, like they're meant to go on a figure. If these were sculpted just as accessories, they wouldn't have gone the through the trouble of making the, the ball socket receivers. But they're really tiny ball sockets. But maybe they go on a smaller figure. Yeah, you can't put them on Dormammu. They're not actually that tiny. They're human-sized skulls. All right, well, let's get Chameleon here. Can I have a skull in a suit? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to trust you based on not being able to get another head on that body. Oh, I can. It's kind of rocking. That is really cool. <laughs> That is pretty awesome. It's like an 80s band, like the dregs of society. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, no, this is a really good set. It's almost impossible to find if you weren't at the con. Hell, it was almost impossible to find if you were at the con. Yeah. But it definitely includes some good figures. And right now the set is selling on eBay for over $250. Yikes. I'm seeing sold for $274. But if there's specific figures you want, I see that a Doctor Strange Translucent sold for just $28. Brother Voodoo was $43. Dormammu, 86 which is about in line for buying a loose Build-A-Figure. Yeah, a little, little bit of a premium on top of it, but yeah, not horrible. Magic seems to be the most expensive, selling for 65 and 75 Hmm. And the Eye of Agamotto, $16. <laughs> which is about 15 too much <laughs> <laughs> i mean as as the translucent guy this set is just awesome for me there's translucent stuff all throughout figures accessories i can't complain about a single thing in this set usually in one of these sets you get a figure where you're just like eh, i got it because it was part of the set but otherwise i wouldn't have bought it each one of these feels like an awesome great buy no matter what we paid for it at the con yeah the one thing I love about Hasbro San Diego Comic-Con exclusives is they're always sets I actually appreciate more a year later. Because, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy set they did in 2013. When the movie came out in 2014, all of a sudden I'm like, now I really know who these characters are. I mean, I'd read a few comics, but I didn't feel an affinity. And with the Doctor Strange movie coming out next year, this is a set that's only going to, I think, increase in value as well as make us even more have a greater affinity for Doctor Strange. I mean, I love his pimping outfit. When I was a kid, when I was five, I had Doctor Strange on my wall. I loved that colorful cape and outfit. But And a leopard skin. Oh, yeah. He was 70s pimping. <laughs> but there's one other figure I wanted to review this show. It's another exclusive, but this one much easier to find, although my Walgreens are so full of Ant-Mans that I can't find this in our stores yet. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not as... as plentiful in Walgreens as the Ant-Mans were. I've seen it here and there. I've been able to pick up a couple at this point. But yeah, he's not everywhere like Ant-Man is. And we're talking about the Daredevil in his yellow and brown costume. Now, what I found interesting is this is obviously part of the Spider-Man wave. If you look at the back of the card, it's got all the other Spider-Man figures on it, almost like this was, again, intended to be a regular release or something. However, the color on the packaging tells us that that's not the case. True, true. But you're right. Other than that, the artwork is 100% part of the Spider-Man line. Now, this is a more muted version 
of when I think of Daredevil's original outfit. It's kind of a more modern take. If you look at the original original, it was more banana yellow. <laughs> this is more school bus yellow. <laughs> it's Crayola yellow. <laughs> this is almost like made my costume at home, tried to match as best as I could. <laughs> I, I think it's an appealing yellow. The only place where it's a little strange is around the skin tone of his face. That is it, horrible. You're being awful generous. <laughs> because it kind of just makes his skin look jaundice a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, does he have a mask on his whole face or does he not? I can't really tell. <laughs> it's truly terrible. You're being very nice, Justin. <laughs> you're right. It makes his mouth look like it's not there. Yeah. He's wearing a full mask. Now, this is a repaint of the Daredevil figure we reviewed previously that came in the Spider-Man wave. Yes, straight up repaint. No additional new sculpted bits. Same belt, same nunchuck billy club pouch on his thigh. Mm-hmm. And since the, the DD logo wasn't sculpted on the previous release, it was just painted on, they were able to do just a different paint app here to create his old big solid 1D for the yeah. logo. I mean, it's a cool looking figure. I've always, Daredevil's always been my underdog character. I even was really excited for the Affleck film because of him. And <laughs> let's not even get started on how cool the Netflix series is. <laughs> but getting him in the yellow outfit, I do wish that mouth, now that you guys have pointed it out, was more differentiated. <laughs> like maybe give him a little five o'clock shadow. Or maybe just put any hint of color on his lips so he doesn't look like a psycho. It's because his lips have no color. They're just flesh. <laughs> that is true. I love the orange eyes, though. I got to give him the eyes. I also like, though, this comes with a bonus accessory we didn't get before. Matt Murdock head. He's got the red glasses on because he's blind. And we finally get an unmasked daredevil that I was so excited to put him on my chameleon body and have a Matt Murdock lawyer. But wah, wah. It failed for so many reasons. Now, Justin, you said it worked earlier this show. Let me tell you my problems. First, Chameleon's ball is too big for the Murdoch head socket. I can't get it to fit. Oh, wait, I finally got it on. I was going to say, we're going to have to argue about that because it pops on there and it stays nicely. If you if you were able to get Dormammu's skull on there, you should be able to get Matt Murdoch's head on there. The other problem, although this is now a minor one now that I've actually got the head on, I tried this three times before. I think I finally just stretched out his head enough to take the ball. The other problem... Let me guess, the skin tone doesn't match. Is that your other issue? It is. It does not match at all. He, You talk about jaundice. They do not use the same skin tone for this Matt Murdock face that they use normally for their human figures. Oh my god. Yeah, he's a little orangey. <laughs> he is. A little John Bonerish. <laughs> oh, oh, that's really awful. Because it makes his neck look really fake. <laughs> he looks like somebody who has a lot of makeup on his face. Yes. And didn't do his neck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's a minor thing now that the head's on there. I do kind of like having a my Matt Murdock lawyer figure. Well, I wouldn't recommend that someone go out and do this and spend money because they're going to be unhappy with the different colors of flesh, unless you put an ascot on them or a smoking jacket that hides it. You know, on the subway to New York Comic Con, because they finally extended the seven to Javits. Yay! There were a lot of men in suits, and I couldn't decide Matt Murdock cosplay or actual New York businessman. 
It could have gone either way. When I saw them on the floor, I still wondered. When I saw them on the floor with sunglasses and a billy club, I knew. But otherwise, I'm like, do I ask if I could take their picture or... I would not take a picture with a man in a suit. (laughs) (laughs) The ones that had stubble, I was more thinking it was cosplay, but still. It is where Daredevil lives. Yeah, that's true. It's right there by Hell's Kitchen, Javits's. You know, I the more I look at this head, I wonder if it is a new sculpt or if it's a reuse of a Hawkeye head. And I don't have that Hawkeye that I'm thinking of near me to do a side-by-side comparison. Uh, which one? Uh, the, the new Marvel Hawkeye that was a swap out for the classic blonde hair, sunglasses. It is. Good eye. The bangs are identical. And the glasses shape are identical, so... They just threw some orange on him and gave him red hair and you were done. Yeah, because Hawkeye actually has a skin tone that would match this suit. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a good reuse. I mean, it makes sense here and the different hair color and different color glasses make it feel completely unique if this is, in fact, just a reuse of that head. All right, well, that is our show for this week. I definitely recommend all the legends we've got. Not a stinker in the bunch if you can find them. Daredevil, I'd get him before. I'd get him if you find him at your store, that's for sure. Yeah, he doesn't stick around very often. And I got him at Walgreens.com, and they even had him for a dollar off and free shipping. So be sure to check that out. But also remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter for our Gentle Giant contests. And we'll be back in two weeks continuing to go through Marvel Legends figures as we look at the Target 3-pack and the Rhino wave of figures. So many legends! So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. You can see more videos and reviews by subscribing to the Marvelicious Toys YouTube channel. You can find the link from our homepage. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4. That's 803-627-8354. Or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Marvelicious Podcast Video Enhancement by Andrew, Daryl, Josh, and Barrett. Marvelicious Website Design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Curtis and Jeff. Announcements by Brock. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at NowPlayingPodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all that the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. 
Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2015, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. It's as Disney as Fox's recent Fantastic Four, probably a bad Marvel. comparison there, uh, maybe Fox's upcoming Age of Apocalypse film. <laughs> it's as Marvel as that anyway. Yeah. Not as Disney. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for Star Wars the musical, guys. Or, here, Star on. Wars on ice. Just wait for X-Men on ice when they get that license. Or maybe we'll have Age of Ultron on ice. Or maybe they'll do a huge mashup of all the properties and it'll be, you know, Star Wars versus Ultron versus Baymax on ice. With lots of Broadway songs. <laughs> Dang it. Ultron and Vader teaming up. Oh, boy. You know, they'll do it, right? Eventually, once once interest in all these properties has gone down, maybe 15, 20 years down the line from now, there's going to be, you know, Disney not getting rid of these properties. They're going to have to do something. So don't say never. I don't think it's going to be that long, Justin. That's the scary part. As soon as the on ice come back, it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, let's not give them any good ideas. Yeah. Or bad ideas. So she could be Hulkbuster Marjorie. Oh, uh, yeah. That could be kind of cool. Which she kind of is when she found out I ordered all three premium formats from Sideshow. It's not even the money. It's that the boxes were so flipping huge. <laughs> but here's what happens with the boxes, too. I, I just want to point out that when he orders things that are ginormous, it always is the time that they arrive when I have to go to UPS or FedEx to get them. <laughs> and so here I am carrying this box, you know, that I could sit inside. And then to top it off, this is funny. I was at a party and I couldn't figure out where I didn't knew this guy from. And he was looking at me. We're kind of like we started talking, trying to figure out where we knew each other from. It's the UPS counter guy. He knew me once I said my address. <laughs> he knew you by your address. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling he's not the only person at UPS who knows you guys by your address. Nope. You guys probably have a whole bulletin board on the back <laughs> devoted to you. Well, when he sees me walk in, he goes and gets the stuff. The problem was, is he was in a different element because he wasn't wearing brown. And I was not walking in through the door. So, you know. <laughs> is it too big to handle? Is it too cold to hold? <laughs> Do you call the Ghostbusters and they're in control? Can Doctor Strange take out Vigo? <laughs> it's maybe. The world will belong to Strange and Vigo. <laughs> now, these are the same bursts that came with the Scarlet Witch Legend way back when, and then the Scarlet Witch three and three quarter inch Age of Ultron figure. And but they were translucent. No, they, they were they were red, translucent red. Yeah, red. Well, I have that three and three quarter inch figure here, and while they're the same idea, hers are different. It's oh. not the same mold. It isn't. They Not have on a the new three and three quarter inch. Well, this might be the same as the the Legends one that you were talking about for the well, comic version. Now you're just confusing me because you told me <laughs> that the three and three quarter inch version was the same as the six inch. I thought. I think we had that conversation. I think we eventually came to the conclusion that the three and three quarter inch ones were unique. If you came to that conclusion, you forgot to let me know. <laughs> Maybe we just need to go back to the archives. I thought we did it on air. <laughs> Doing some gurg 
gurgle. <laughs> you, were, you were gurgling on Google, man. 